Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the after show for The Flash. This is season five, episode eight. It's the 100th episode. Woohoo! So what's past is prologue, flash to the past, daddy's little secret, and Nora's up to no good. Plus we have special segment and our baddie breakdown. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Uh, A little back in time. (laughs) They played this in the episode, so we thought we would play it too. (laughs) Get your air guitars out. Right. Very like 80s vibe, too. I and I love that. <laughs> Back in time, which is so fitting for this episode. And we want to give a shout out to Drew and Chauncey. We miss you already. This was an incredible episode, and we wish you were here. But we've got Flobo instead. So before we jump into all of that, you guys, we're talking about flash into the past. Daddy's got some little secrets, and Nora is up to no good. We've got Cicada's plan, our special segment, our baddie breakdown. But before we jump into the party... I'm your host, Jamie Alexander, and I couldn't do it without my friends here. How's it going, Flobo boys? So glad to be part of the Flash 100 episode celebration and with you guys here on AfterBuzz TV. Welcome, and hey guys, my name is Zach. Here again. <laughs> I'm loving it. It's a great panel tonight. Let's get into this. Yes, let's get into it. So, what's past this prologue? Let's talk about the episode as a whole. What'd you guys think overall? I was blown away. There were so much things that, that, that showed today's Flash, the classic Flash, all blending in a way in such a natural way. I was I was so happy with it. Yeah. yeah. I love tonight's episode. It was a little different than from what I was expecting from when all the uh, write-ups and everything that was coming about with you know everyone excited about the baddies of the past coming back. I was hoping a little bit more of it, but still, we got a lot of great information out of it, so... I liked yeah, there it. was good job for the hundredth episode. Yeah, and the name was fitting. Was past was prologue. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I love it. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of jaw dropping moments, and like you said, so much information, which you know we can dive into. So let's start with the whole reason why they went back to the past. So Cicada, they want a time hack. They're trying to figure out how to handle this Cicada situation now that they know who he is. So, what do you guys think about their plan when it came to time hacking? The plan that actually Nora came up with. Ah, Nora did not come up with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Get it right. Yeah. Come on. Chauncey and, and, and uh, Drew, I think from the beginning of, of when we have seen Nora, we all have been saying, like, something is up with her. Why? Who is, like, concocting and, and pulling the strings here? And now we... Uh, what's on your mind, Zach? <laughs> what's on my mind is the fact that, like, being on this show long enough now, I know to, like, look early, early, early in the beginning episodes of, of what's going to happen, like, around episode 20 and whatnot, and everything is starting to pull, fall into place a little bit. I'm loving the way the writers do this. It's Yeah, because Sherlock, he's given Sherlock. us little... Sherlock. Sherlock. <laughs> every time. <laughs> and it's not just every... It's every one of the actors or, or characters on the show. They can't get it right. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, he's kind of been hinting to it. He's always had that little side eye, little squint when it came to Nora. And 
he's kind of yeah he's kind of showing us now all of these things that he's unfolding and finding out with well, the he book. was yeah he was always suspicious of her yes he kind of he's a smart smart man all the wells have always been smart so he had to have known like why would you go back in the past because one of my wells would have said no no that doesn't work like we had flashpoint and it screwed up everything so don't do that someone else is pulling the strings yeah, they've gotten really loose with the time travel. That's something that you were saying early on, too. Just like, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> One episode, Flash is like, no, we can't do that. We're not going to do that. And then all of a sudden, all right, we'll go back in time. Sure, yeah, why not? Why not? It can't be done. Uh, you know, this season, they always the Team Flash always seemed to be a step behind uh, Cicada and his, and his plan. Uh, for a second there, it really seemed that they were going to get the jump ahead. And I was excited to see how the time hack was actually going to play out. Absolutely. So let's start with the first place that they went. So it was the Savitar suit. They needed a piece of that. And if my memory serves me correctly, I don't remember uh, Iris shooting the the berry that was inside the Savitar suit. So there's all these little extra things going on. And Nora actually didn't even mention that. So what do we think about the moment when he went back to get the piece for the Savitar suit and how that played out? I loved how all of this played out. Obviously, they're going back sequentially in time. Um, they're not starting from the beginning and working their way up. So it's just very fitting of everything. And the second Barry said it, I knew exactly what he was talking about as to why. Like something seemed very fishy uh, from the getting to see the Flash Museum and Nora talking about things. And then um, how for some reason like all the, all the guys' names were wiped in it. So like mm-hmm. all these little pieces are coming together. And then Barry saying like, I don't want you to come back in time. Not because like if anything, Barry would have – done so much better if he did have somebody to go back in time with him in all these other instances so like you would think he'd want to come on board with that but there's probably so much that Nora doesn't know about Barry which we got to obviously was shown true tonight that yeah I mean freaking uh I guarantee you Savitar wasn't told that it was another version of Barry and that Iris shot and killed him (laughs) that was very savage I I, and where did it come from what (laughs) You don't remember all that? I don't remember her shooting him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It so that's dirty. me. Well, I will say Barry had his uh, reservations bringing Nora, but it paid instant dividends, uh, able with the time wraith appearing the first time when they were going to go back with Savitar saying, hey, you handle the shards. I'm going to go off and avoid this garden of the timeline, which can cause so much damage. And we've seen that in the past. So it was a good plan. I'm glad that they brought the time wraith back because there was, I don't, in all the previews of this, I don't think there was any shown like mention of it. Mm-hmm. And if they just did like drop the ball and forgot to put that in there, I would have been so upset because like you know something needs to guard the timeline, as right. you said, and and keep everything flowing. And they're in the wrong place in the wrong time. They're not supposed to be there. So good job. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm really glad that they added that in there because I almost forgot about him until he showed up. That you know the guardian of the timeline. Okay, so. Before we jump into the Speed Force transmitter, and all, do you want to share something with us, Flavo? Sure. Uh, we have a little announcement here. Hey, After Buzzers, our network produces after shows for nearly all of your favorite TV shows, from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. There is no network that works harder to serve the television fans. But we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more on our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you, and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be, because they're optional. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel, and check out all our AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did in the comments, and we'll thank you on air. 
For now, thanks for being the best fans and helping us to be the ESPN of TV Talk. Yes, thank you for sharing that. And make sure you guys stick around to the end because we have our special segment with our baddie breakdown and some news and gossip for you. So now let's talk about the Speed Force transmitter, which was the second location they needed to go back in time. And I know that <laughs> I always get freaked out, but I know that scared me when Zoom popped up. He just he's a little bit too much for me. I was a yeah. little nervous. <laughs> I, I was nervous too. I mean, the, the transmitter was not where they thought it would be at mm-hmm. first, and, and Zoom was there, and he had the Wells interaction there. I didn't know if the timeline was going to collapse on itself. It really was. My heart was in my my throat. So this is my question for you guys, and I'm not sure how well you'll remember the season, but in that was the second season. In the second season, there was actually two Zooms. He was the he was the first of the speedsters to go back in time and grab another one to use essentially as like a, a, a dummy decoy to kill. So the Zoom that we saw grab Caitlyn and rush off, if I remember correctly, he rushed off to Earth 2 and kidnapped her and they had to go over to Earth 2 and find her, her in the fortress or wherever he was at where we That's later right. found right. um, Jay Garrick, the, the original Flash. Yes. From a different timeline. So that Zoom that we just saw who came back was that another? Was that the dummy zoom that he later on in, in the future episodes went off and killed, or did he go to Earth two fast enough and come right back because he sensed more speedsters around? And Chad, I would love for you to help us out on this one as well. But I want to hear your thoughts. Definitely, on the chat can help us on this one. But I, I really thought they touched upon that before about uh, feeling vibrations of other speedsters in the area, especially mm-hmm. if they're not necessarily um, expected to be there. So I always thought that, that he returned in that scene there. That was my opinion. So he was... Okay, okay. So you think it was the original... Right. Okay. Dropped off, came back. That's what I was going to say. The latter, I think from Earth 2, he came back like, oops, something's not right. He was feeling it and okay. came back. That's that's what I got from it. I don't know. The chat is actually saying it's one of the time remnants that it was oh. one of the, I guess, the second Zoom that had, uh, I guess, essentially one of them died. I don't know. They never really pointed it out. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh Okay. Yeah, it's a war brewing in the chat. I love it. Yeah, yeah everyone's <laughs> going back and forth in the chat. So I appreciate your help, guys. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. We got some Thank interesting tidbits, though, uh, through this whole um, scenario. Uh, Barry couldn't find the... What was it called? The, the Speed Force The Speed Force Transmitter. transmitter. <laughs> and I love how they... they like, it, it works for this episode because... Who knows, you know, what's going to happen in Season 7 or 8. But whatever is going on right now, they could always go back to it. So... I always wondered how they were able to find Jesse and how Wells is a smart man and had mentioned like, oh, you know what? Uh, we vibrate at different frequencies. Barry just straight up told him the answer that he needed to get to but never had an opportunity to think these things out because he was so distraught. Mm-hmm. And it kind of moved the story along. It was nice to see how like, oh, that's how when we were watching it back then, the story moved along so quickly. You guys catch that? I, I catch it now. That was a pretty now. good yeah, summation. Yeah, you're that me was, in. <laughs> no, I really uh, glossed over that, but you're right. If that was the singular story, that timeline, and he told them that, that would make a lot more sense. Him saying, we vibrate. You, you know, know this episode should out. have been called, instead of uh, what passes prologue, should have been called Time Hack. This entire right. episode oh, yeah. is a time hack. All and of it. I, I'll venture as far as saying this entire season is a time hack. Whoa, eight episodes in. That's a big play, man. (laughs) Well, it's playing into so much of a larger scale of what falls suit with the comic books and everything else. And it's just, it's... 
a lot. Do you think, that, <laughs> do you think the consequences of going and playing around with the timeline, uh, we'll touch upon it later, uh, will that have a similar effect as it did with Flashpoint? Yeah, of course. Okay, so that's yeah. that was my huge thing because everyone has their own Flashpoint or whatnot. We call it Flashpoint. Nora has her own Nora point. Uh, right. Zoom had his own Zoom point because he went back and pulled one of himself out of time out of the timeline. That's a huge thing to you know just pluck out of time. So um, I think we just got lucky with the whole story of Flashpoint itself. But yeah, it's totally going to create... It, it's tiny splinterings of time that it's messing things up. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, and not to try to predict too much, but I have a feeling we're going to see a lot more about that and where and how things got messed up and all these little different points that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Mm, so we will see. <laughs> okay, so the Speed Force transmitter, they get it fixed, they get that done. It looks like things are going to work. Um and then they go off for the part, go back into time to the part where they go to the particle accelerator explosion, which was also kind of emotional. Like, even yeah. when they were coming up with the plan, I'm like watching Caitlin and, you know, Cisco kind of have that moment, I'm sure, over Ronnie and everything that, because th- that was a game changing moment. So, what did you guys think about them going into? It was like the most awesome form of a Mobius trip. You saw so many different characters interact and. Their pre-Flashpoint uh, episode one uh, characterizations, and we saw the thinker there, or, or Clifford there, he wasn't a thinker yet, uh, and, and, and even Ronnie too. So it was cool to see a little bit of fan service in that way, of, of going back down memory lane, but also seeing how their lives were different right before the part of the explosion. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I actually thought about it, because they had all those dates up there, and I would have loved for them to explore a little bit more of what all the dates were. And I... I like... I think um, not so much Caitlin, but more so Cisco was more of like, like I felt it more in him of how like he wanted to maybe say something like Barry could save, like he could save him, Ronnie at this point, but obviously we know he's not going to because it would just mm. screw up so much right. of the timeline. Oh, Ronnie, Dante, yeah. We're gonna... <laughs> oh, but I mean, it's got to be tough to go and relive and be like, they have to like there's so many things that could have been prevented but they can't do anything about it they just can't mess with the time right exactly and I know that had to be hard to watch and then hard for Barry to bring in Nora to be watching some of this stuff and him having to show up and fill in some of these blanks with things that were not in the Flash Museum sure yeah yeah so we wanted to talk a little bit about Daddy's little secrets because he's got all these things that he's not necessarily hiding but kind of you know Nora tries to fight with him and says you know, but I do need to know. And he's like, no, I'm protecting you from that. Um, which also seems to work in his favor because if she's, you know, working with another force, she surely doesn't need to know everything. What she doesn't know might be something that helps them in the long run. So, um, what do you guys think? Do you think Nora should know every single thing about her dad because it's her dad? And do you know everything about your father? No, absolutely not. And I think I'm okay with that. Exactly. But just for yeah. this story, you know. I don't think because you're a superhero because you've saved the world so many times that like everything needs to be put on display. Things obviously are going to be spun. His wife is a reporter. Obviously, she's going to have a take on things. And if it's not going to paint a good light on him, things will be negated, you know, overlooked, and they'll focus on the points of history that matter, you know? Yeah. And I don't feel it necessary that she has to know everything, um, along with the whole public, the all of the worlds. I mean, if that was the case, then they would know who the Flash is, essentially, you know? And, right. Because people can piece these things together, so... 
Yeah, and it goes more to, to Barry's personality and what he wants to share and what he's willing to share, his favorite ice cream and how his mom was. But the fact that his mother was killed by, by Reverse Flash uh, was something that he was trying to protect, right? And I think like that tells more about Barry and how he deals with being a dad uh, suddenly um, after having been stalked for a year. He's, got uh, a very, you know? he's, he's done a very good job acclimating to becoming a father yeah. and very easily letting this adult call him dad and same with iris i think the dynamic between iris and nor these last few episodes i'm very happy where the way it's going finally yeah i'm not please. upset with like Nora just being like get over it already <laughs> right. you know it's a whole right. different person yeah. um yeah yeah no I'm it's good <laughs> and I, I do think it was important for her to know kind of what happened to her grandmother so she could understand the motivation behind the flash because i feel like sometimes with nora the way she moves and explains things or feels in not maybe not entitled but kind of entitled to certain information and action um it She's might like help her to kid. know yeah it's like a, it's spoiled. like it's like your your parents growing up and they they can't they made a ton of money and then the kid has the money and doesn't understand the value of it and she has right. the speed force and doesn't understand the value of what it was for obvious reasons and you know Barry not being around but still you know there's that um spoiledness that you kind of yeah. described. It's kind of telling what the times when Barry went back to see his mom. There were fleeting moments of just tender, like, seconds or even moments, but Nora's kind of here chilling. She brought her bag, you know, <laughs> chill on the couch, you know. <laughs> I want to hear everything about you, know everything about you. There is a bit of a gimme, gimme, gimme kind of a vibe. Yeah, and I don't know if I trust her running. Well, she's already been doing it, running in and out of the past and everything, or even how she ran back to, you know, before everything happened with Barry's mom. I don't know if I was comfortable with that. I don't know if I so much trust her just so loose and free and running around. Somebody definitely was not there to tell her the ramifications of what can happen by you doing all this. And she clearly is... I mean, let's face it. Last season, we don't really have much of an of an answer towards it. But I guarantee you, she wasn't just sticking around, hanging out in this timeline. She was bouncing in between back in time. You know, wow. back to the future, back and forth. I, I would venture that she was doing something more so of that because she didn't want to mess up too much of it. But... Um, yeah, she's just all over the place. And yeah. they were very fast on those. I know we're jumping ahead to it, but sure. like the last scene of the episode, second to last scene of the episode, um, her watch, like essentially she just watched her grandparents for the last time before uh, Reverse Flash came and killed them. Right. Killed her right. and everything that had happened. And I'm so surprised Barry, of all people, was back there with her. Right. He went there. Like, that begs the question of how many times has Barry, has Barry ever gone back to this time? Because he's making it seem very easy that he could just stand there and watch this. That's very true. He did kind of just pop up and observe as if it was a pastime. I him. almost was ready for, like, <laughs> Fawn to come up and say something to her. Right. And, like, we have, like, a little diabolical thing going on there. But instead they gave us Barry, which is a very weird, weird thing to do. Which, you know. I guess it ties in just because they had the whole conversation where she's like, But you're my dad and I need to know... I guess it just ties in for them to have it's, that moment. It's perfect because nobody would – that would never be told. That is a very – like that's a moment it's even right. hard to be sh- shared with Iris, I feel like. Yeah. Joe was there um, and I don't think he ever wants to rehash that again. Right. Uh, I'm inclined to agree with you. I felt like that was for the sake of the moment of them saying, hey, look, we can go back in time. We are speedsters. We understand our families have been fractured because of our powers and what that entails Here's a quick moment. But you're right. It does have some ramifications that isn't quite addressed uh, in that scene. So, yeah. Okay. And so this is kind of, I guess, a little bit of a question. But 
I'm wondering how when Nora and Thon finally, well, what we think is finally see each other face to face and he's like trying to figure out who she is. Oh, Jesse Quig, Dawn, you know, and he's naming off all of these other names and is kind of like taunting Barry a little bit like, um, what did I write down? Um, at least you still have one. So he has this interaction with Nora, but ex- they look like they've never met each other. Because they haven't. Right. This That's okay. I want to make reverse. sure. <laughs> right. So this is why I say this episode needs to be called Time Hack. Yeah. Everything yeah. that is happening, Thawn has a reason for doing this. His future self already had been visited by some of these, by Nora and by Barry and all these things. So these key moments in the past needed to happen for him to get to where he's at so that he could eventually escape whatever's going on in the future. We have no idea what that's about. Right. In 2049. 2049, yeah. But he... I don't know how his... Okay, well, that's a whole different... <laughs> Getting to Thon is it's very difficult yeah. and complicated. He's outside of the Speed Force and the timeline. Uh, he exists always, somehow. Um... So the timeline that he was describing was, would you say, one of them was Earth 90 or Earth something? 90 was, yeah. One of their flashes, yeah. uh, which I guess he's been to. And then uh, that whole reference to, well, at least you have one, was for, to the Tornado Twins, Dawn mm-hmm. and Dawn. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, oh, Nara's your name. That's very lovely, or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. But he knows that Barry has kids, but now he just knows it's just one in this one. Right. He's a smart man, so he God, like... That's intense. Also, that, also, the Legion of Superheroes, again, another reference to that. Always yeah. fun. <laughs> Always fun. Always fun. <laughs> I love that. So that brings us really to our last topic with oh, Nora whoa, whoa, being... Whoa, whoa, whoa. I got to ask you something first. Oh, ask though. me. Here we go. We have so much of this Thawne. We have diff- two two different versions of Thawne that we got to experience and see. Did nobody like the quibs that was thrown into these things of um, when he met with uh, Cisco and he's like, I have a good vibe about you. Yeah. And oh, then the whole, the whole handshake. handshake. <laughs> and then they couldn't... <laughs> The most uh, convoluted yeah. handshake that I had yeah. in my heart, like in my throat. It was amazing. Well, it was, <laughs> it was great just, because, yeah. like, he's from the future, first off, yeah. so he's not going to, like, understand a handshake. You know, I'm from the East Coast. Handshakes are slightly different than what they're out here. That is true. So, like, he doesn't originally, uh, officially doesn't really know what to do as a handshake, and, and he's just so used to just. And that was a good point. I'm so glad you brought that up. It re- it made me uneasy. It made me feel sad. I kind of felt like the same moment that um, Caitlin and Cisco must have felt when they were just talking about going to the particle accelerator explosion again. I kind of felt that sad moment where we kind of had to watch vibes, Cisco, you know, get vibed and yeah. or um, yeah, phased Thanks, through man. the you know. So that just it kind of made me sad. Yeah. They've been through a lot, and this is season five, so just going back and being able to reminisce. That was if this show was always about like uh, parents and kids and fathers and sons. I mean, Cisco and and one of the versions of Wells always had that relationship. Yes. So to see that hand come down again, it was just like no, it was disturbing. It yeah. was very disturbing. <laughs> the chat brings up a lot of great things. Uh, you know, we got to see the the nurse, which ties into why she has such hate. So much more hate. Like it makes more sense now. Uh, than it did last episode. Last episode, because I know I had talked about how, like, oh, you know, she hates Metas because of the satellite happening. But really, it's a hate to the beginning of this show, right? Which right. is great. Right. Um, what else? There was other throwbacks. Too. Yeah, I was people to, popped uh, up in little things yeah. that I can't quite recall and remember. Okay, so side note: before we do that, I love the way Killer Frost just shows up and 
kind of regulated that whole situation. And it kind of threw me off at first because I can be a little slow. But just remembering that she wasn't meta, you know, prior to she wasn't a meta prior to. So I really love that she was able to show up. Well, how did you guys feel about that payoff? Because for the longest time, and this is like scant, this is um, over one or two seasons, I think, where Caitlyn has kind of not really been anything. And then finally we got Killer Frost and then they take it away from us. Yep. Was that a payoff that we're all kind of were looking for? Did we enjoy this? What do you guys think of her being uh, the, the that she that she had to be not Killer Frost for such a long time for us to be like oh for her to fight Cicada she can't be a meta sure and right. that's why they weren't able to figure out why her meta genes weren't working and why she couldn't bring Killer Frost back is because she was something else. Is that a good enough payoff? It, okay, I would say it did seem a bit reverse engineered, but going through today's episode and, and seeing the parts come together and their plan with Cicada going and then goes awry, we can go in detail on that in a second, having Killer Frost show up, at least even the odds, made it a little bit of a relief to me. There may be an opening now, because at a point it felt like, done. Well, every, exactly, and every season yeah. kind of has that. You know, last season with The Thinker... Sure. Um, Bear, uh, Barry, uh, Ralph, Ralph kind of was the essential one that you know could be the one that beats him, and I, I'm not going to go back to the other seasons. I can't remember. <laughs> otherwise. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, I agree with you. The last episode uh, when we were going into how Killer Frost is Killer Frost, it, li- it seemed a bit um, different. But I'm well, I'm on board now. I'm totally on board of having Caitlyn being a chip that Team Flash can use. Finally. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Finally, she has something to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say I like the way they played it out. And like you said, it's a reverse engineering, but I like the way it unfolded. And I'm enjoying when she does show up and how it does play out. Yeah, it's, it's entertaining. I didn't expect that. Did you expect it? Uh, no, actually, to be honest, I with the whole plan, it was pretty solid of a plan. I thought maybe they were actually going to defeat. Because for the most part, we all know Cicada's not the big baddie. It's still not confirmed, but uh, maybe it's not. But he's not going to be the big baddie for the entire season. Right. Um. And I was kind of like, this could be the episode where he's going away. Like, I'm okay with this episode. The plan makes sense. You yeah. know, the, the, making the magnet so that he can't control the dagger and they could just cuff him or do something. It works. I yeah. guess we have one or two more episodes with him. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know what he would be doing, but I do remember last week in predictions, I knew we were going to get that moment where the Flash and Cicada just talk. Because Barry is so noble. The Flash is so noble when it comes to those moments where he just wants to be like... It's not every meta's fault and this and that. I kind of knew they would have that moment. And I love that they did just because they always have to have that. But let's talk about this plan. So they did a good job. They were able to time hack, plant the little thingy that they made. But it didn't work. And I cannot say it I did work, that though, but it either. Did. It, it, did it worked, work. but it did. Yeah. Yeah. What did we, you guys we, think about the way that plan unfolded? Daggers in space. Uh, daggers we, in space. We know Gosh. more about uh, the relationship between Cicada and that dagger. I thought it was just a, not a prop. I thought it was just an item. But now he has a, another connection to it, another level. We can like recall it from, I guess, an interdimensional breach. But it was in this dimension, of course. Um, from the from the heavens down. To me, that just made him not OP, but just another level of power. <laughs> yeah. I'd like, say OP for yeah, sure. Yeah. I'd be like, oh my gosh. Oh. It was the writer saying, we're not done with him just <laughs> right. yet. Yeah. yeah. I know you guys, you know, want to see the next bad guy in the season, but he's here for a little bit longer. Right. You wanted to punch a kick down, but no, he's going to have another twist this time. So. Yeah. It was always, it was, it was all right. I don't know. It, that's just, 
That's the CW writing for you. <laughs> Sometimes it kills it, and then other times you're just like, I am watching the CW. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely had that. I mean, it surprised me a little bit, especially, I mean, because he's always, Cicada's good at delivering those lines where it's just like, oh man, something's about to happen. I don't remember what he said, but he just had to give us that kind of badass moment where he was like, oh, it's not over yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was... Well, how do you feel about how uh, that whole dialogue between him and The Flash that... You know, you're a meta now as well. And he goes, well, once I'm done with you, I'm going to join you. It's like, I'm sorry. The, your whole purpose is to make good for... Yes. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Grace. Gracie. Gracie. And you're, her legal guardian, you turn a new leaf, and now you want to essentially kill yourself? That's afterwards? what I, I was so thrown off. Like, so, like you want to... That made no sense. I, I mean, like, why? Right. Yeah, that was odd. And I'm glad you brought that up, because... I was not necessarily on board with this plan, but having someone who hates Meta so much to go out there and take the law into his own hands makes sense. But then to say, all right, I've that's done. I was off into the sunset, whether by killing himself or going on a farm somewhere. This seems kind of a weird motivation and follow through. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't really make sense. I don't know if I could connect to it like, oh, okay, like that's what he's doing. Yeah, mm. I couldn't, yeah. Dot, dot, dot. Okay, we'll just leave that one <laughs> at that um, I was trying to think if I saw any more of, like, how we saw the nurse. I couldn't think of anything right up top. Um, we how we saw some of this at the grot in the cage. We did see grot in the cage. Yeah. And uh, we got a, when they're going down the, the time tunnel, uh, we got to see Killer, not Killer Shark. King um, Shark. King Shark, which yeah. I'm almost certain I read an article about this season, how he will make a comeback again. Mm-hmm. He has to be. He has to be. I love <laughs> him. He's amazing. How did he find pants that big? We have no idea. No, right? <laughs> um... What else? I think, uh, da, 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 da. I don't know. I think that might have been everything of throwbacks back and forth. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed how they tied that together. Yeah. I liked how Thon also kind of spoke about, oh, Cicada, and how um, he's like the one that the got one that away. Yeah, you know, so even he knows like something had happened in the future, so that's pretty cool. Um,. And he did, he did understand the plan. Oh, like, this is what you want to do. You want to kind of neutralize the dagger, blah, blah, blah. He just, he's so brilliant. I think he just laughs in the back of his mind as he's saying all of these things because he knows so much about what's going on, even if he doesn't know what's going on. And you brought up a good point earlier and was kind of helping us understand about how he's timeless or it's like he can never right. be destroyed because of the way he... Well, he's... Right. And there's different versions of him uh, and different comic books how they technically I guess in the newest one he's part of the negative speed force which is separate right. from the speed force opposite it, it gets a lot <laughs> no I like it <laughs> when you Preach, break it down yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you Too break much. it down it makes perfect sense oh, yeah. it does but then you throw time travel into it and it's just like he exists in all times but doesn't so like you kill one part of him he's still in different parts of time because he's outside separate from what our time is it brings in the whole, if you watch Supergirl, like, fifth dimension characters as well. And on and on and on. Right. So CW. I'm just <laughs> no, not <laughs> so DC. It's yeah. not CW. Yeah. <laughs> the chat can talk about it. They, they know a lot it. about it. Yeah, we'll tune into that. So, yeah, so Nora, do we want to talk about what she, what is she up to? Why is she meeting with... She, I think, was duped. Just like every other person, she fell Gosh. like her father. She fell like Cisco, like Caitlyn. Thawn is a brilliant, brilliant man. And he duped her in some form. 
One, we know that the the museum was wiped of names. So yeah. Reverse Flash, sure, I know Reverse Flash is your arch nemesis, but who's Eobard Thawne? I think Eobard Thawne is from a further future than what um, Nora's from. Hmm. I'm, I can't remember. I could be wrong. Chat, please tell me. Help me out on that. Um, so what do you think the plan is, this, uh, essentially? To send her back to destroy the Flash from the inside out? Or God, yeah, I'm not sure of what the plan is because every it's not it's not to destroy the Flash. It's always to make him suffer. Fair enough. Fair enough. So just to go off and kill him, I don't think. I think something is going to tie into um, helping him escape from where he's at right now because clearly he's future tech. You know, has really dampened him or whatever had happened. I have not followed the Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, show, which I know he was part of for a little while, so I don't know how that whole ended. The non-Wells version of Eobardthon. Is that what it was? Yeah, there was a non-Wells version of his body. It was like the... the oh, oh, it was uh, yeah. like before he even got to go right. to where he was. Right. Wow. Okay, I should show and watch that. That <laughs> yeah, seems pretty cool. <laughs> Thon was born in 2151. So he's okay. from way, way in the future. So he's probably... Oh, he's still trying to get back to his time. That's what it is. That's right. He's still trying to get back to his time. They made it very poignant uh, by the when we went to before the explosion went off. Mm-hmm. How upset he was about like I need to go back in time. Yeah, and how Barry back was like, future. "It's not happening." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, the whole thing just made me uncomfortable, especially with Nora's new knowledge of how Barry really feels about. It. I mean, I think really, I think Barry really played up his dislike and his like. Hate for it. His hate yeah. for it. So I, just for Nora to even continue without even seeing a moment from her where she's like pausing and some kind of reflection or thinking about something like how can she even be in conversation with this man if she genuinely loves her father? Because we know she loves her father and all that. But I just kind of found I, I would have liked to see a moment from her where she could where we could actually see her tie the two together that, oh my God, my dad hates him so much. What am I doing even conversing with him? And that I got to get this job done. We never kind of really saw how those two things met in Nora's perspective. Sure. I'm sure that will, I will cross over soon enough. But there is a, a feeling I have watching, even though Nora may seem to be duped, and I do, I'm totally on board with that, that theory. It does feel like the, her sneaking around the way she's doing it is going to make her persona non grata for at least a couple of weeks. Yeah. If someone's like, hey, why are you doing that? Let us all know. We're a team. We handle it. We're a family. You know, what it has to be something that, like, that total pressure point for her to be like, I'm going rogue and going out and doing it on her own, you know? Yeah. And then the decoding of the message, because I do remember that time that uh, Barry went missing and came back and was writing all that symbolic stuff. So it was cool to uh, finally learn that Nora is one who created it, which for me, again, I'm a little slow. I'm not sure how... I don't know if that's true. She said that she created it? Right. I don't know if that's true. Mm, It doesn't seem... It was very quick for her to say something like that. I think it was just kind of like trying to throw him off. Okay. It seemed kind of lie-ish. Yeah. Okay. I I couldn't... Yeah. (laughs) See, me, I'm trying to be too deep with it. I'm like, well, if she created it, then how did Barry learn? And now I'm going all the way down. (laughs) Barry only learned because he was stuck in the Speed Force for so long. It was time itself and everywhere at once. Right, but... Yeah, Nora didn't make that up. I'll go with the lie. That makes a lot more sense. I mean, she could be telling the truth, but I felt the lie. I felt the acting lie. <laughs> yeah, I felt it. <laughs> so what does she say? Time is malleable? Time is malleable. That was the, the line that uh, Sherlock uh, converted mm-hmm. or Sherlock. translated 
And can I just say, of all the wells we've seen, um, Sherlock, Sherlock is one of the <laughs> ones that I kind of enjoy, only because you don't know how bad or how good of a detective he is, and it kind of wavers from week to week. That's um, a good point. Yeah, uh, yeah, but time is malleable is what was translated, and that thought to me, like, I, I want to see your perspective on this, sure. as far as... There's a general timeline, sure, and we're going back and forth and seeing it, but is it more of a message for, like, her directive? Is it, like, go out there and, and do it at the expense of time, or is it just a, a fact that the timeline can be shaped or shifted? So, there's a few questions that uh, needs to be asked. One, she is... Why I think she's lying is because that book is pretty, pretty fat, and I don't think... Um, I know she's popped up a few times in the previous episodes i think maybe um fawn had came up with it and realized that you know something can trans transcend time and i need to create a language that can she taught her i think maybe that mm. is one of his messages to her that time is malleable she wouldn't be going back in time and saying time is malleable like why would she be writing that to him he knows that already so i think it's something that was told to her, and she, he's like testing that theory through her more so. Um, that it makes kind sense. of it, yeah, yes and no because it it, um, it goes against what Jay Garrick's Flash said that like when you go back in time, it's like splintering a cup, and you try and put the pieces back together, but splinters more. You just can't make it back to what it was. You know, it, it it's either it breaks or it's malleable. It's one of the two. Right, like, it can't be both. But so maybe we, because I like the way you said maybe he's testing it with her. Cause we were just oh, he's kinda, certainly testing with yeah. her because he's, he's seeing, obviously the future Thawne has memories of her going the, back in the past. So he has to make sure she hits certain points that makes it malleable. But like how much can he bend that enough to, for him to get out of jail or wherever he is or whatever's doing that? Mm, that's good. It was this was a really was action a great episode. packed yeah. episode. Yeah, it was. I enjoyed this so much. Were there any other notes or Yes, one last note. Yes. Uh what is your final thoughts of the last last scene that we got to see? Did you catch that? Did you understand any of that? I think I hope you know kind of a little yeah, bit. I it looked like uh, I'm sure the, the, the afterworld, the overworld scene, right? Uh, Earth 90. It looked like the classic Flash from the 90s uh, CBS show yes. in that garb. Yes. Um, John Lissy ship. Uh, say it was, it, all the other DC heroes have been destroyed. I saw Star Girl. I saw Hawk Girl. And, and, and bodies were strewn across. They had uh, Green Arrow. Green Arrow, yeah. And they, I, I, it was just his back. I don't know if they actually got him, but the guy... I forgot the actor's name, but he's on This Is Us Now, the brother. Uh, uh, Justin Hartley. Yeah, yeah I yeah. don't know if they actually brought him back just to film that little scene. I thought it would have been awesome if they Smallville. did that. But someone in the chat officially said the Smallville universe is destroyed. We finally oh. got to see it. It's done. Well, That's it. It's, it's gone. It's gone. Wow. Um, I did not get the book. Can you elaborate on that part? Uh, that's the part where I was kind of like, what does that book mean? Is that the same book as Norris? It's a bigger book. So that book, yeah. actually, <laughs> that book actually contains the same speed, the same writing uh, that Nora has. And that's a whole... He's the monitor. And then that oh. is a... They're really starting to touch more on um, the comics of the 90s where Flash... Uh, had to go up against the anti-monitor wow. and essentially disappeared for 25 years which oh. is what this show is kind of has a guideline if this show can stick around for as long as it can 10 seasons at least i'm mm -hmm. sure they'll be able to touch on everything i did not catch that link but that is we're so not modern. going to get a payoff for another two or three seasons <laughs> I think. like we're getting touches of the monitor elseworlds is going to breach into something like along those lines but um to get the infinite on um, crisis on infinite earths 
Right. I think that'll be like season 10, and that'll be like the last season. <laughs> so what's more likely then? That actually happening, or are we actually seeing a Green Lantern? Because I think they've teased that on like four different shows over the past six or seven Green years. Lantern, I think, would be more in the movies than... Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, so many Ferris aircraft references, I always wonder. I know. I'm holding out hope. That movie <laughs> can't be, be awesome. the last of it. Okay. Yeah, it would be awesome. <laughs> Well, I love it. I always learn with you and your feedback, Zach. So thanks for filling it in because I didn't know who the monitor was. But that makes perfect sense, and I I would like to see how that all unfolds. Um, so yeah, that was great. Very action packed. I think now would be a good time to jump into our body breakdown. Yes. So tonight we had three baddies that we got to obviously seen uh, throughout the seasons um, so we're just gonna go right into it we have uh, Reverse Flash who is my f- my favorite bad guy villain yeah. uh, Zoom and Savitar um, so as you guys are scrolling through these photos you'll you'll notice a common theme from the comics to um, to the TV show Zoom and Reverse Flash look a lot alike. Mm. Um, you know, in in the comics, uh, Zoom it, it looks has the yellow suit with the red, uh, very akin to what Barry is, but Reverse, obviously, hence the Reverse Flash type thing. Um, but in the show, they decided to make him all black. You know, um, so we can differentiate maybe. Yeah, a little bit. Well, um, I mean, the real reasoning behind it—it's a simple thing. Um, you know. Let's see, uh, Zoom, uh, he made his first appearance in 2001. Uh, it, it was meant to be something of like a new take on what the earlier Reverse Flash was back from uh, the 90s. Uh, Reverse Flash actually appeared in 1963. Um, came back in 2001. It's kind of in line of how Batman has multiple different names, like Dark Cru- uh, the the uh, Dark Crusader. What is his name? The Dark Knight. <laughs> the, Knight the Dark Knight, Cape Crusader. Crusader yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Different times in, in comic book histories, he's given different names, but all the same kind of character, but but has whoever the writer was at the time gave him different flares. Essentially, they're the same character, but over time, the show has differentiated them to be something different. And in the comics, in New 52, we got Zoom, Reverse Flash, um, and then another bad guy uh, who has like similar powers like that as well. So, um, And then the very last guy, Savitar, who has a completely different story than the storyline of what we know from the show... Won't even get into that. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of... Um, I wouldn't have mind seeing this uh, Savitar, you know, uh, in I the show. Of, I kind of like what they did with him. He looks crazy, and I like it. I enjoy the Savitar of the show. This, yeah, This one, the comic book Savitar. Right? Yes. Yeah? Okay. Uh-huh. Cool. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean... I love that pizza face crack. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> From earlier, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's that's a quick one. I mean, we've reviewed all these guys already in the past, so there's really not much to get into that. Yeah, well, thank um, you. Yeah, yeah. We do have a bit of news and gossip as well. Well, let's we do go it. right into that, right? TV news. So, yeah, tonight was the 100th episode. And um, there was an article with Grant where he got to speak about it. Um, you know, he said it's something that's uh, popped into his head a couple of times over the last five years. He uh, he thinks that, um, you know, something like this uh, about... Uh, he, he thinks that something he'll think about uh, more about when the trip is actually over. He's just very thankful mm-hmm. uh, for being a part of this. And if his biggest takeaway from this entire um, time of being The Flash is that he got to be The Flash for 100 episodes. And, like... Hopes for a hundred more, and I think the whole article is a great article. I could post it on the comments later if you guys want to go down and read it. Um, and then it also just does another teaser to next week's uh, big crossover, which I'm super excited about. 
We actually have um, some bloopers from season four, if we want to show that. We can watch that for the next minute, and then go into predictions afterwards. Yeah. What kind of vocal warm-up is that? <laughs> 59 minutes. Mine was 59. That's what I can say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Impressive. I've arrested guys a lot smarter than me, and they all have the same weakness. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I've had that happen to me. That's the worst. Barry. Is he born? I can't hear. I can't hear. Give me one more spritz in the window, please. Spritz. No. Oh. You booped yourself. <laughs> <laughs> And that is it, I think, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's, um... <laughs> it's always fun seeing bloopers. Gotta love it. Um... Oh, it's fun. Yeah. So... Well, good. Thank you so much for sharing that. We love it. So, yes, why don't we jump on into predictions? predictions? Ooh, la la. <laughs> and we're going to start with you because... Not with me. We okay. Have very we'll give you yeah, the guess. Ooh, look at that. So <laughs> go ahead and that see is, what you think. That is crazy. Wow, yes. there's a lot of things a lot of things I can take from it. Um, I, I think that Cicada is going to find a way to infiltrate Star Labs. We've, so we've seen them at home base at the hospital. Ooh. Here is trying to reverse that and get the upper hand to see how Team Flash operates to find another weakness they can exploit. So you think he's going to take the fight to them? Yes, okay. of course. I don't think Cicada's going to be part of uh, the episode next week, right? Because we're going to be doing it Elseworlds, so I think they're going to take a reprieve from the whole Cicada. I'm, I still don't know where the world, like which world we will be going to. Um, if it's Supergirl, I think actually we're going back to Supergirls. 34? I think that's what it yeah. is. Yeah, something like that. Because I think that's where they're bring. they've been dropping hints of like Batman and stuff in the Supergirl shows, which is pretty cool. Um, so my predictions... Uh, oh, man. It's... I don't know. I don't really have much... Predi- it's going to be a good episode. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm excited for it. I don't know where they're going with it. I think we're going to get some... Um, feedback with uh, um, the book to know about the Speed Force writing and all that stuff and mm-hmm. yeah I just I'm super excited for it so yes and let's see as far as predictions so they're doing three episodes with the Elseworlds yeah it's um, um, Supergirl Flash and it's the start of Arrow. oh it's Arrow. Arrow when did they start Batwoman uh, it's a spinoff, so she's. I think she's going to be in the Supergirl episode, but she's not going to be. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, so it's going to be like how when Flash came into Arrow. Right. That kind of thing. Awesome. Right. Nice. Yeah, I just kind of want to see things shaken up a little bit and introduce some more depth to just everything about the Elseworlds and all the other characters and how they intertwine, and I think it'll just be fun to see that on The Flash. So I don't really have a prediction as of this might happen or this might not, but I am very interested to see how they intertwine everything together. Um, and what kind of backstories and more meat to the Flash that we can get just by seeing some of this other stuff. So I'm excited to watch. And Crossovers are always the best time of the year, hands down. (laughs) What he said. So (laughs) thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be here at the same time 
same place next week. So make sure you tune in. We love your comments, so please continue to send comments and questions because we will respond. Yeah, Yeah, you guys are all great. (laughs) Thank you guys so much, and thank you again for watching. So I'm your host, Jamie Alexander, and you can find me on Instagram at Jamie Alexander. (laughs) And I'm Flo Boys. You can follow me at Instagram at Flobito. And guys, my name is Zach Silverman. You can find me all across social media at Zach with a C-H. Silverman, too. All right. Have a good night, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 